We did the lewdest thing and touched hands once. Oh my <gasps> god, don't tell them that. Don't say that. <laughs> Not on stream. Now my friends are gonna DM me. They're gonna like, what is it like? How do they feel? I don't know, it's sticky. <laughs> sticky, hot, wet, <laughs> hard. <laughs> Not the hand though. Not the hand though. <laughs> <laughs>it's me jt and welcome back to the x-axis podcast today we have a, a treat we have a very big treat today i'm greeted to you guys or i'm greeting you guys to one of my best friends in the world she has been there for me for a, a while back in like high school and everything she's got her own vtube thing going on here very talented creator very talented friend shady lad shady lad you know <laughs> tell them tell them what's up tell them tell them who you are let them know Yo, yo, Shady, yo. Hey, everybody. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Hello, my name is Shady Lad, and I am a VTuber. I mostly stream on Twitch, though I started on uh, YouTube initially. Things weren't going so well on YouTube, so I just switched over to Twitch. And yeah, that's where I do most of my shtick. I... <laughs> I thought you said your I, shit. I you... <laughs> my shtick. If you want it, I'll give it to you. Ooh, ooh, careful now. <laughs> so I, uh... I'm interested. You, you said that you had an issue with YouTube. What, what, what was that? What happened there? Like, <sighs> well, <sighs> I don't know if they fixed it or not, but there were a couple things. A lot of it being the fact that. A lot of people were having issues with the algorithm. Mm, that's, that's understandable. Um, and a lot of YouTube not paying them enough. Or, you know, there was the copyright issue that mm. kept going around and they were just not getting monetized. I am way too small to be monetized. But the main thing I was having issues with and that I was seeing was the fact that most of my videos were being washed away into the wind. There's so many creators uploading videos all the time that the chance of my video being seen is very small unless I already have an audience somewhere from what I could uh, find. And I think building that audience on Twitch for me has been a lot easier um, because I don't have to force myself to have some kind of personality or force myself to be like, you know, make this joke here, make this joke there, make sure that the editing, the editing is funny and it's good right. and it's sleek and clean. But on Twitch, I just, I can just be myself and have fun and then drag people into my, uh, abyss of lewdness and pain. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the common problem when it comes to being a creator. Um, you know, it, it, in the beginning you know it's exciting it feels good you know to be in the camera being this ecstatic but then you start to realize like the energy you know it, it doesn't i think it reaches a point to where it doesn't feel real because you have to sort of put on a like a mask you know like mm -hmm. that's that's yeah. my biggest problem that's i mean i'm back streaming on youtube you know that's like my hub i stopped streaming on twitch because there's just a lot of things i disagree about the platform specifically yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. just there's a lot but i i, I think when it comes to streaming, I think it's a lot easier 
it's definitely more fun because you can just sit down be yourself you know you don't yeah. have to do any fancy edits whenever you're like doing youtube editing and you're making a video it's time consuming stressful yeah yeah you know, yeah you start feeling mm -hmm. that that feeling of oh my god am i is this gonna be what people like and you know yeah <laughs> i feel like that's happening a lot more now like mm -hmm. creators even at smaller levels 100 subscribers it's not even happening to the big dogs anymore they're dealing with that problem like as a vtuber do you do you deal with that too like what's what's up there well um not particularly i mean i'd say that i'm still fairly new to the vtuber community i have had a model for maybe about a year now um but it wasn't until recently that i decided to become a full-time vtuber mm -hmm. um and wait for the audience here like because VTubing is still a very new thing to me. Um, mm -hmm. I, I only watch two VTubers. That's you and my friend Cammy. That, that's literally it. Ooh. But could you explain possibly like how VTubing might have began and sort of like what the the main core point of VTubing is? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, okay. Do you know Kizuna Ai? Oh, maybe if I saw a picture... Ooh, Let me ooh, look it up. Yeah, you could probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know Project Melody, but that's for multiple reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, don't yeah, look yeah, it up, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. V A T first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. She was the. I think she was the very first VTuber. Um, and when Japan was like, oh, dude this is a thing you know people actually like this then it just kind of started spreading um she became very popular in videos and songs and commercials and she basically became the new like miku hatsune right um and when other people were realizing that you could get your hands on these programs that can turn you into this anime character or this model then it became very popular in japan and then people outside of Japan were like, hey, I want to try that too. Um, but Japan made their first VTuber company called Hololive. And um, that gained traction and they started making smaller Hololive companies for like uh, Indonesia, uh, English, uh, Hololive English. And now in America, we actually have our own um, vtuber group here? called Vijo. yeah here in america what? um and yeah and the founders of vishojo is actually uh one of the founders for twitch what? um yeah right and uh the vtubers he has under in the group are all very mature lewd ladies <laughs> yes we and like they have a lot of variety um it, but hololive tends to semi restrict some things that some of their talents are not allowed to say or as in v shoujo they're just like yeah so i suck dick <laughs> that's what's up that's like, the vibe yeah. <laughs> might become a vtuber hop on there yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can do it yeah you me. can do it yeah, go for it. Just gonna make my model like super dark. 
<laughs> you could! We have, like, dude, there are VTubers who are animals and lamps. There is a lamp VTuber. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. There's a snake, there's a lamp, a moth, what a skeleton heck? guy. That's more understandable. It's just, like, a lamp. Like, that'd yeah. be, I, that would be fucking clean, though. Not gonna lie. What if I could be a stop sign? That'd be dope. That'd be awesome. Dude, you... That'd be freaking clean. The chat says something stupid, and you just zoom in on your face, That's and you're it. just like, Stop. I don't have to say anything. No, I don't have to say anything. It's just self-explanatory. This chat just sees it. So, oh, I think, honestly, like, like VTubing, it's really cool. You know, now that I hear more about that, now that I hear about how it started off in, like, places just like Japan, and it moved into the Americas, and it gave people, like, more career-based things as well, I, I think that's really unique. You know, I never, mm -hmm. I never understood... 100% of the VTubing craze, you know, uh, the only mm -hmm. reason why I truly like VTubing is because it, it's something that my friends do and it makes them extremely <laughs> happy. Like, I, I think it's just great. It's a great opportunity to, you know, maybe if you're unconfident about your looks or maybe if you just prefer to, you know, have like um, have a way of showing your expression without showing your face. It's a really mm -hmm. good thing to do. And it's it's just another gate, you know. You, you yeah. we rarely see things open up like this nowadays to where it can be something that actually benefits a mass majority if if you get what i'm saying there like mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. vtubing is it's taking off and it always is taking off like we have vtubing mm -hmm. multiple different categories like you said you we have like the porn stars <laughs> project melody shout out to you if you're watching please dm me um <laughs> You know, we have <laughs> start with the feet. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> but we have like, you know, just everything. It's it's super cool seeing again this content creating space expand. Evolving, know? right? So Yeah. What 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 made you maybe not even start with VTubing, but what just what piqued your interest in becoming a streamer and content creator? Because I, th I think we all have our, you know, we have our inspirations or we all have our reasons for doing content creation. And, and I like to hear from other creators and other good friends reasons why they did it. <sighs> well, to go back in the day, <laughs> okay, when I was, <laughs> when I was like, um six yeah i'll say when i was six we we were a very poor family so we had like jack all um but i still had a laptop that was given to me right so i had all kinds of internet access um and i spent 90 percent of my time on the internet watching youtube and this was when YouTube was still, like, fairly brand new. So this is when Jacksepticeye was still in his old log cabin with the hat. This is, is it, when was Markiplier still had the short hair. Yeah, like, Sky does Minecraft still doing the, yeah, the, the butter yeah. wars with the squids and stuff. Yeah, and I, I was there when PewDiePie finished his Walking Dead playthrough. Wow. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I was, like, back when PewDiePie was still fairly small so i i've been there for a while um but i think it triggered for me when i was watching markiplier react to some of his fans videos 
and he was just crying he was sobbing he was just so into it because he cared so much about the people who were watching him and in my mind i was like dude you can play video games online and get paid for it but on top of that i can reach out to people and help people through my videos and what i do um and i love helping people i am someone who if someone needs me I'm there, like 100%, even if they're depressed or if they're on the brink, just whatever it is, I want to be there to help. Guys, she's not lying either. Like, <laughs> like, I went to high school with her and she has been like a key influence of positive mental health for me. I'm not even capping. Like, there were, no! there were like a lot of days where it was just stressful as hell. So she's, she's not bullshitting guys. She's, she's legit. <laughs> You asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I gotta be real with it. Like you, that's why I'm grateful that you're my friend. Like I, I was very excited to hop on this podcast with you. You are a genuine source of just a, a good individual. Like if if someone tapped me on my shoulder and said, "I will give you five million dollars if you can find the best individual in the world," I tap on your shoulder right now. I'm not even capping. <laughs> I'm not. You're like, gonna make me cry on the podcast. Just saying, <laughs> like, hey, she she doesn't fuck around, guys. Like, she will beat somebody's <laughs> ass, and then she will come and give your ass a slap and wake you up. <laughs> like, I'm serious. I'll, I'll beat your ass with positivity and love, and then maybe give it a little lick. Who knows? Mm. <laughs> Whatever you're into. We'll see what happens in the next chapter. <laughs> That's a new book for another day. <laughs> but I mean, in yeah. DMs, guys. <laughs> no i mean i really i i like that story you know it's very similar to mine actually you know i oh. i remember being young being like um you know it was around seven or eight and i watched you know that's why i mentioned sky is minecraft i watched him on the regular you know he's making minecraft videos the jailbreak prison series where they modded it and shit and he was having fun and i was like damn mm -hmm. i want to have fun and then when i caught on to the people watching him was like damn that 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 popularity you know it, it I think that's something that I want to be a part of. You know, that feeling never really went away as a kid. And I always found myself right? trying to make videos. You know, I, I look back now and I'm like, damn, bro, you were in the worst situation possible making videos. Like, right? I, I tell this story every time. Christmas one day when I was young, grandpa bought me like an expensive Alienware laptop. It's the most expensive item I've ever owned, you know, because we were living with him at the time. And... I would record it in the bathroom, yeah, right? Yeah, I recorded in the fucking bathroom, right next to a toilet, dog. You know, wow. I would have to pause the recording because the toilet would start running. Like, but I was so happy. Right. It was like my escape. It felt unreal to be making content, to be what doing what the big guys were doing. Right. And I guess I, I mean that's why I haven't left that's why YouTube has always been there for me and I'll always be there for it you know and over mm -hmm. time I've had new inspirations you know I've moved away from Sky which he's still a great content creator he does his own thing now but you know Etika he was a significant role model in my life I think that's where I got some of like my my horny crazy vibe traits <laughs> from because Etika was just all over the fucking place and you know, he he really pushed me forward and he kept me going. And I I just think that, you know, a lot of people on the outside, they don't look at content creation. 
you know mm-hmm. they don't they don't really see the 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 history behind one creator whether they're big or small mm-hmm. and I, I just think it's important to, to for people to understand like content creation changes lives it really does it does it really it does, does. um <laughs> yeah and you know i feel that because we share this the me and jay yeah these this man my guy we share the exact same mindset in terms of content creation i know that i moved away from youtube um i still try to do it when i can um i have a hard time fitting in time to edit so i have an entire like mountain of videos i need Mm. to get through um (laughs) but content creation is still content creation and if i could reach out to people wherever then i would gladly extend that reach into other platforms um, I, I started off on YouTube and I loved it. When I first started, it was with this cheap uh, headset mic. So it was like, sounded as if I was like underwater, you know, could barely hear me, but I was still, you know, sounded you know, like I you was were, happy to be playing. When yeah. you had it though, when you had it for the first time, I bet you, fe- you felt that it sounded like the best microphone on earth. No lie. <laughs> and at first too. I was like, Wow, I sound weird, but I'm making videos. Yeah. I'm making videos. I I um <laughs> I I told my parents like I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a content creator and I want to entertain. Um they couldn't understand it at first and they were just like, "Okay." But I kept that mindset until I was like 16. Um and they said and I was only a month away from becoming 17. Right. And they were like, how about you wait a month? When you're, when it's your birthday, you can make one. And I'm like, okay. And then one week later, I was like, no, I can't wait. I'm going to do it now. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I made a channel and my first video was um, my first part of Undertale. <laughs> Ooh, classic. It was. Good game. And I was... I was so bad. I was. It was so bad because I was just kind of like, okay, we're just gonna go over here. And, um, <laughs> it's ASMRing <laughs> with with Undertale. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh hi, goat mom. Don't fuck the goat. Okay. Oh no. And and when I uploaded that, I was like, this is cringe, but I'm happy. And then my friends at school at the time were just kind of like, hey. Hey, Shady. Mm. And I'm like, what? And then they would play my video on Max yeah. in the entire hallway. You and know, I was like, um, no! <laughs> you know, this is this is in high school. I don't, uh, I don't think you were there for it. Do you remember Mm-mm. the bald PE teacher? Oh, yeah. Uh, he was a track teacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was like English, English. I think it was English and social studies. He... They knew they knew about my channel. They actually they they really enjoyed the <laughs> fact that I was a content creator because they they saw it as something cool. You know, the, the first question yeah. that would always come up: How much money do you make from that? <laughs> I look at them. I'm like, not enough. <laughs> but one day they um they my my friends were looking at uh my YouTube channel. They were scrolling down and they said, Honey Pop, what's that? So I'm sitting here in the back of the room. They bring it to my teacher. He's looking at it. He's like, what the fuck? Jordan's playing porn games. So he throw it up on the, the fucking projector. Oh, my God. I wasn't embarrassed. I was laughing with him because, honestly, that video is cringy as shit. You know, 
like the emo goth girl with the red hair that likes to like smoke oh and stuff. She popped up and I was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and, they, and they dig that. But that, that, that right there was honestly something that was also changing for me too. Like even in my later days of being a creator, the fact that I could entertain, even if it was in like a, an awkward setting, that felt freaking great. That felt amazing. Right, right. Yeah, no, I feel that. I mean, at the beginning, I was a little, a bit cringed, because uh, for me, at the very beginning, I was just kind of like, I need to get better stuff. I need to have more energy, because I love being a content creator. At this point in time, I am in heaven every time I stream. Back then, though, I was so focused on being like Jacksepticeye or Markiplier or mm -hmm. PewDiePie right. that I was like, I have to do what they're doing. I got to use a webcam. I got to get the good stuff. I need to have more energy. But why am I so bad at it? That's the and then trap, it would just you know? circulate in my head. You know, I got to be better. I got to be more entertaining. But how am I entertaining? You know, um, and I always had like my family would come to me or my friends would be like, you got to be funnier um thanks guys. and that would get stuck in my head right? good advice great <laughs> how like how how am i you right. know i have a friend he, he's you, you need to spread your uploads out how i, I upload like every day like what do you, <laughs> you spread them out i mean i don't get that like I, I understand like maybe once or twice a week but that's not that's not it i think that goes into the mindset of like you know that that, that kind of goes into like the mentality behind youtube and that's like a mm -hmm. side that nobody really sees like mentality is honestly probably the 80 percent of what youtubers go through with it you know especially mm -hmm. in the first years you got to find yourself you know and literally figured you got to find yourself because we're all we all start off by mimicking which is good but in the long term you can't be that other individual you have to be yourself you gotta develop right. your own traits your own editing style your own skills because at the end of the day, nobody likes the same thing, different skin, you know, like it's, mm -hmm. they like that person because that person did it first. So mm -hmm. that that's a hill that also has to be climbed there. And it kind of goes into um, something I also wanted to talk to you about because you, you know so much about it and you always try to spread that much, you know, positivity towards it. And it was like mental awareness with being a content creator, um, yeah. you know, YouTubing, streaming, anything online nowadays that can be some of the most endearing stuff i've gotten you know death threats for fucking wow. for stupid things like my decision like i've had a death threat because cyberpunk was somewhat good and someone hated that you know uh Whoa. people cursing my family and shit you know Whoa. it's like mental it, it's 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 deteriorating at times mm -hmm. and i think that you know mentality and having a healthy mental state is is so important i think we forget about that too especially with all we just went through with the pandemic it's it's been rough so like what else what, what do you think about like mental state when it comes to being a creator like what have you experienced too i think everything starts with your mental state um when it comes to approaching videos and creation, you gotta determine how you feel or where you're mentally at. There's some people that when they first start out, they're like, they see it as a job. 
right? Mm -hmm. They see it as a job immediately. And that's what I used to do um, at the beginning of my streaming. I quickly learned that that's not healthy. Yeah. Um, because if you approach it immediately as a job and you don't get the results that you're looking for, you're going to fuck yourself up. Mm -hmm. Your mentality is going to be burnt out and you're going to be like, no one's coming around. No one's talking to me. I'm not... There, there's so many or like say you have like 400 people or like 600 people following you but yet nobody comes around and talks to you right um and then you let it get to you and you're just kind of like something's wrong with me i'm not getting enough money i'm not entertaining like this is my job why do they you know stuff like that you first have to find a happy place and a happy zone within your own mentality for yourself before you approach content creation keep talking um, and if you and if you yeah. feel burnt out or if you feel something is wrong with your content um then you should just take a break you need to take a break because if you force yourself to make videos during that time you're just going to kill your love for it more um in that time um and sadly i only <laughs> got into this mindset like well actually i've always had this mindset but i never pull it put it practice into myself until like about a year ago yeah um because i am somebody uh, who from the very beginning would always focus on other people and help other people when i'm having my own small struggles even if i don't realize it um, and that works the same as content creation. Mm -hmm. I was always supporting my friends and other people around me for their content and giving them advice, but I never like took my own. Um, I, my relationship partner helps me, uh, ha was helping me realize that I might actually be okay as a person. Like I wasn't taking compliments. I, uh, wouldn't, you know, accept nice things said about me or given to me because I felt as though they could be given to people who deserve it more. Um, and sometimes I'd be like, uh, you know, okay, you know what? Maybe, maybe I am okay. Maybe I am a little cute or a little funny. Little? Or... Okay. <laughs> a little cute or fucking, a little funny. Fucking understatement. <laughs> you better... Uh, I'm very cute, okay? <laughs> change that up right now. Nowadays, when I look in the mirror, I'm like... You know what? I don't hate you. <laughs> Same here. It's changed. Um, like, and yeah, it honestly, it's changed. Like, it's weird, too, because, like, I've been a guy that's, like, especially, like, two years ago, you know, I could never take two steps without being um, with an individual or having someone look at me in, like, a sexy way. And, mm -hmm. like, that, that, that really got to me, you know? Like, and that's something that's been wearing away at me for a while. And I've, like, recently just learned to be on my own. You know, just to mm -hmm. sit down, do my thing, you know, work, re relax, enjoy the grind, enjoy the process. And like now, whenever I look in the mirror, I'm just like, fuck, man, you're fucking cute. Yeah. <laughs> like if you were a clone, oh. <laughs> Self-sessed, right. question mark. No, I am. Hey, I am. I am hot as shit. I am so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> like you just i think that's 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 also that plays a big part in being a content creator too though mm -hmm. because you know confidence is key um yes if you're not yes. confident in your content like it, like i remember times i'd make a video 
and I, I was making this super cool, like for my Pokin video, for example, I made a Pokin video doing a review on it. Fuck, there's like 50 different reviews. IGN did it, GameSpot did it. This video might not even blow up, but I still kept going. You know, I was persevering. I was mm -hmm. like, well, fuck it. Adapt the mindset of doing what you want to do. Be confident in your approach. And, you know, that video didn't take off instantly, but now it's got like 11K views and it still gets wow. comments till this day. So wow. confidence not only in content creation but in life is just the one of the massive keys dj khaled to getting <laughs> somewhere Adorable. you know like that that's that's huge and also i mean earlier when you were talking about you know always helping other individuals you know that's good too but then there's also the side where you have to do and keep on your own you have to do your own thing you have to learn you know say no you know you know, trust mm -hmm. in your own word. Don't be swayed too often by the opinions of others. Right. You mm -hmm. know, that's a key in life as well, because, you know, you could think it's like uh, Stan Lee, what Stan Lee said. This is not the exact quote. I'm going to butcher the fuck out of it. But he <laughs> said, don't let anyone trick you into thinking what you're doing is like stupid, you know, and mm -hmm. that's because originally with Stan Lee. You know, Stanley quote, by the way, word for word. word. <laughs> no, don't quote it. Don't quote it. Don't quote it. Don't quote it. But like with Spider-Man, you know, everyone said mm -hmm. Spider-Man's not gonna, it's not gonna do good. It's gonna be bad. You know, you're gonna print that and it's gonna sell maybe 10k magazines. It's not good. He printed that, doubled. Everyone Boom. freaking loved it. Spider-Man is now, right. you know, Miles Morales. You know, all it's still succeeding. So. Mm -hmm. like it's 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 balance you know life is right. it's life is balance i think when you grow older you start to understand that with every year that goes by balance mm -hmm. is a necessity for everything yeah and it, it's good to be optimistic and it's good to have confidence but you also need to be realistic right mm -hmm. um one thing that i've struggled with especially in my mentality after meeting my significant other who has completely some completely different views but makes sense right a right. lot of the things that he would tell me uh, made a lot of sense so then i would struggle between you know the stuff i already know and then like reality yeah um and i am somebody from like my origins being positive, being really out there, having dreams and pursuing those dreams. And you know, that's great. I was that, back then I was that um, anime shonen protagonist character, chasing their dreams. And even if uh, reality tells them they're wrong, they push through it and make it happen anyway, right? Um, in our world, it doesn't quite work that way. You have to still be semi-realistic with what you do and your views on everything. Um, and sometimes being uh, optimistic and having those dreams is great. Especially if you pursue them and they're successful, but what if they're not? Hmm. Um, and it sucks to think that way because you don't want to, right? You want to be positive and you don't want to be negative, but it's like a just-in-case because it does happen. Um, I have backup plans just in case, like, I tell my parents all the time that streaming is just a hobby, which right now, it is. It is my hobby. Um, and I love doing it. Um, the more, the bigger it gets, the not so much of a hobby it might may be and more of a job. 
um, but they always look at it as if, you know, my mom, anytime I get money from Twitch, she's just kind of like, so are you going to pay the bills now? And my dad is like, so how popular are you now? Mm-hmm. How much money? I like your dad's yet? approach to it. <laughs> I like his approach better. Your dad, I yeah. love your dad. He, like, he's, he's a bro. Yeah, he is. Because at first he couldn't understand why streaming or watching other people play video games was fun at all. And then he watched a stream that was doing a giveaway and he watched the whole thing and he actually really enjoyed it. However, he he still sometimes has those, you know, uh, maybe if you do things that are popular right now, you'll get more people and in turn get more money. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to approach it that way. Right, right. (laughs) because if you do that, then you're just going to be riding a, a hype train instead yeah. of riding your own train plus i mean honestly nowadays with the amount of games that are like small but then like blowing up like omori like that game yeah i didn't expect it to blow up it didn't have that big of a viewership at first and then a bunch mm-hmm. of big creators kept playing it boom because they streamed it and then guess what all the people that were streaming that beforehand they got attention because right? the big streamer did it you know sort of like right. um, and it's it's also like among um, us oh no <laughs> so you've got your little, little, your little imposter on the right side there too i see him oh god oh she's gonna <laughs> oh god my son sus. we'll call him we'll call him yeah his name's sus that's just it i couldn't come up, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't come up with another name sussy lad <laughs> it was sort of like uh like with pokimane and i know she's not like the biggest contender but she's honestly like one of the the more prominent faces when it comes to mm-hmm. twitch especially in the uh, the american audience at least um you know she came through did a vtube stream it got a lot of controversy to be honest mm-hmm. it, uh, shouldn't have gotten that much controversy when i think about it like it really shouldn't like she was just trying something that she yeah. thought would be cool and her whole community gave her shit because they could then get to see a real female body but <laughs> that 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 gateway though it opened up access mm-hmm. to multiple you know vtubers and they were able yeah. to get that exposure so mm-hmm. it can definitely be flip-flop and, and content creation it's different you know every path's going to be different it depends on what you're making you know like i've seen cooking videos go down trend but then i see like a super hot chick inside of an apron nothing on making a basic bologna sandwich and i'm like fuck i'm gonna be a chef <laughs> it's just it's right different. it's different like you mm-hmm. You never know what to expect. That's why I think of content creation is sometimes a spinning a wheel, except you kind of control what goes in those slots. Right. To a degree. Yeah. And in a way, a lot of the people who made some games popular, right? They um they were just doing what they wanted to do. They they were just like, you know, I think it'd be fun if we if I just played this game. And then suddenly it's huge. Um, there's so many people who are like what can I do to make the newest, like, big thing? What n- new game can I play, uh, you know, make it huge? What new creative thing can I do that will break or be, you know, break everything and be more popular or whatever? Um, people focus too much on being, you know, uh, I gotta be more creative and coming up with new ideas when all they just have to do is just be their self and do whatever they want to do. Right. Um, if you're just yourself and you do whatever that you want to do and whatever you feel like doing 
then your audience will feel that from you and they will probably like it a lot more. Um, and that's kind of why I didn't like the idea of, you know, my dad, you know, just do a giveaway. Maybe you'll get more people to pop by. That's kind of... It works. You know, I could do that. Around. It wouldn't stick around, but it would also look as though I'm just looking for attention. Right. Like suddenly doing a giveaway uh, is just kind of like, yo, shady, what's... What's the difference, you know? Like, um, and so many people yeah. popping by, you know, and it, and then it would just look like I'm like followers, followers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then, but it feels twice as bad. I used to be in that mindset. I, I did giveaways yeah. regularly. I did like a, I, it wasn't crazy. I did like a Mario game giveaway. I gave away like fifty mm. bucks, you know. But like you start to see this trend. You you put the money in. People subscribe damn i didn't win fuck you i'm unsubscribing mm. and then like you see that especially in the mindset of a smaller creator and you're like shit my right. world it's crashing when right you know, the reality of it is is if they truly enjoyed what you were doing they they would have stuck around regardless and perhaps mm -hmm. they could have catched a future giveaway but you know it's just temporary stuff they don't right they don't really care too much about it yeah 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 um i think i think parents are always you know it's just a parent thing they're yeah. always going to be concerned about you know their kids and what they're doing you know i know my parents are a little confused about it my dad fully supports him i think my mom she supports mm -hmm. it as well but she's a little you know she's on edge um yeah. i think the fact that i have like a job that i work out all the time at keeps those scary thoughts that she has at bay because she mm -hmm. sees me progressing in life, you know, car, finances, I'm able to pay the bills, you know. But I, I think that's a boundary that a lot of people, they hit really fast with YouTube. And it's kind of the scary mm -hmm. discussion at the dinner table. Yeah. As at one point, I think one of my dad's friends thought I was like a porn star. Oh, my God. Like I told <laughs> I, I left I left my dad's um, it was oh, it was my dad's um, birthday party. And uh, his friend was there, and I said, "All right, Dad, yeah, I gotta go home. I gotta get to making some videos." And he was like, "What kind of videos? What? <laughs> what you doing? You know, uh, I make YouTube. <laughs> make YouTube. Although I could make a pretty good porno, but that—that's yeah. I remember <laughs> we were at school, and you were like, you know, I could totally be a porn star. <laughs> I could. I really could. I don't know what my uh, my porn name would be, but I think." Uh, chocolate vanilla swirl something with chocolate and vanilla we'll get it you said the exact same yeah. name at school yeah. Her <laughs> call me hershey's kisses or something you know like that's, <laughs> that's what's up <laughs> but, uh, how do we always get back to the topic of porn oh my god this because my i'm in the call <laughs> i'm here too don't forget about that <laughs> this right here is like two black holes colliding it's not it's <laughs> Oh shit! That's what people think. They're gonna be listening to this. Like, there's so much porn. It's that quote from Ted. <laughs> Got a cool uh, black YouTuber and a white anime girl, and it's gonna be like an Oreo. <laughs> you know that video? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a Photoshop edit. It's gonna be like you on the couch, and there's like surrounded like a bunch of black men sitting on the couch. <laughs> And all of them are just your face. <laughs> it's just me, like there with multiple different faces. I've got one that's like Pog Champ face, and then I've got one that's like real mean. 
that just was not Ara, good. Ara. <laughs> he's, he's he's a good guy. He's not gonna hurt nobody. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, gaming. We have a history mm. of gaming. Mm. I know this is an abrupt abrupt transition, but we're gonna do it. Game, <laughs> gaming, <laughs> gaming. We have a Why? we have a, a history with games. We played games together. How's that Dang. going for you? Like, do you do you still play games like you used to competitively, uh, or is it different? Uh, okay. Um. So I quit Overwatch. Um. <clears throat> after Yukatsu, which oh shit, we could talk about Yukatsu. We could talk um, about that too. <laughs> I, after junior year, um, I didn't come back for senior year for reasons. I don't know if you know them. I understand that. Don't have to discuss yeah. it here, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, uh, which, which there were many reasons, but I didn't come back. Mm -hmm. um, and in pertaining to the game, it, I was seeing more toxicity going around. And uh, I loved playing in esports um, to be with friends, and but also mainly because of you. I think <laughs> it was so fun being energetic in there. But I and you know meeting friends and making friends over in uh, an, like other teams. But you made things so fun oh and. God. Talking to you uh, all the time was so fun while we were there, making bets of who's gonna be the better healer. I always uh, won that game and I stuff. Won. That, all me, baby. <laughs> right here. No. It, no, 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 no. 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 Here's the thing. I was the like, Moira. Like you were Moira. <laughs> Look, but like my Lucio versus yours. If they had a stat dedicated to the most speed, <laughs> I probably did that like every time healing you know I'll, get, I'll, I'll, I'll give you i'll give you you know your 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 kudos you know you had me a couple times okay but then i swapped but, the listen. Ana, you know and i got those free burst heals out and <laughs> okay that honor was really fucking cool <laughs> mm -hmm. but listen okay i i i do the suck and i can get everybody to suck and everybody seemed to be happy with that so <laughs> oh i thought you meant something else no 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 my bad Whoops. I think we're still in that black hole mentality. <laughs> Definitely. And they are colliding as we speak. <laughs> no, Under like, their surface. That was yeah. like a that was also a very crucial moment for me, you know? Like being in esports, you were definitely a centerpiece of it. Like it, you you helped me out a lot. Like again, I there's so much I can't even really explain. There are a lot of private matters you helped me out with, you know? <laughs> But like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was just happy being there with you in esports. You know, oh. there was the there was the competitive side of me. You know, I yeah. was a very competitive Let's guy. Go. I really didn't care too much about like the toxicity, mostly because I, I didn't I wasn't toxic that much that mm -hmm. I remember. So I, I didn't feel like I was. Yeah, to no, no. I just felt like they're, they're like especially in the league. You know there were a lot of decisions made that i don't think would have helped the situation like 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 let's say uh you put a cookie in a cookie jar and you tell a kid hey there's a cookie in this cookie jar don't touch it well the kid's gonna want to mm -hmm. fucking touch it he's gonna want the cookie <laughs> if you yeah. just didn't do anything then he wouldn't have done anything like when they when they went out and they said no emotes no sprays oh so and they still fucking did 
when I wall ride as Lucio and I press T on accident to spray, you're gonna you're gonna penalize me for that? I mean, I just I'd fucking graffiti the whole map if I could. That's yeah. just the, I, mm -hmm. I enjoy it, you know. I don't know. There were a lot of decisions made. It did get yeah. toxic. I did have a lot of fun, and you know, I made a lot yeah. of great friends there. Hence, like you, and many mm -hmm. others. But like, yeah. that, you know, that was it was important. I think it was. I think yeah. that's why my competitive nature exists still. Like I'm, I signed up for Evo, the fighting game tournament this year. Uh, I'm gonna participate in Guilty Gear, which is a game I'm currently practicing like hard. Yay! And I gotta give it all to being in that environment, being surrounded mm -hmm. by likewise folks who understand, you know, competition and having fun and learning together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I have never been a huge competitive person. Overwatch, I think, is the only game that I've really enjoyed competitiveness. Um, back then, I used to be kind of an angie, an angie person. So stuff like that would used to trigger me, but not as much anymore. But there would be times when the people around me would either be toxic or wouldn't have as much fun. Mm -hmm. um, and it would then also kill it for me. So that's why I tend to focus on the more positive and relaxing games so that everyone would have a good time. And I would maybe, if I could play Overwatch for like maybe four rounds, before it becomes repetitive or there's like that toxic environment. Mm -hmm. um, now again, the toxicity wasn't so bad. Uh, our team was pretty okay with it. We were, um, like, weren't we like, we were like B squad, weren't we? Yeah, we were B. But we put our, up our a team good fight. Really good. We put up a yeah, good, especially did. in the end, like when we were close to fighting our A team in the final. Like we, that mm -hmm. was a Hickman, if I'm not mistaken. And I just yeah. remember like, I was Lucio and I was holding it down and then we were playing on um it was oh fuck what's that one map well there's multiple maps uh it's the one map where you start off in that giant building and you ride it down the hill well fuck that's every map in Overwatch huh? <laughs> and you really think about it there's that giant like, there's oh the, Nepal it, no it wasn't Nepal it's like you walk it's like an industrialized building you walk up there's that giant fucking perch that like mostly bastions like to sit up on top and they have like a oh yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah 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 i just yeah, remember yeah, like yeah. dropping the volskaya yeah volskaya industries i volskaya. dropped the fattest <laughs> beat drop of my life and we were able to secure that we still lost it's okay nanoblade yeah we still lost fucked us in the ass i, in I the thought end. that was silly now I'm, I'm gonna go on a little tangent okay yukatsu <laughs> okay, they they didn't make a lot of the best decisions. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them being our last match being uh, uh, our B team versus Hickman's A team, which was like the second place. Like, I don't know why they didn't pin us against another B team. I think or it like was a bracket thing. Team. Was it in a bracket problem? Uh, I don't know, but they should have known that that was a bad idea because we were getting obliterated. We did get smashed. Um. And one thing that I actually went to Joe about quite a bit was the fact that we had good synergy when we were there, but we didn't have good synergy outside mm -hmm. of playing. And we would just go in and just call out and everything would happen and work out in the moment. But we never actually made plans. 
Um, and there were times when I would try and bring up to our team, like, hey, we should probably hang out outside of um, just esports and have a synergy and just hang out and, you know, like, like an actual team. Right. And all, like, three of them were like, ew, no. And I'm like, what? Why? Yeah, hard. <laughs> it was hard. Like, I was always down for it too, but back at that time, like, I had a very shitty laptop that, like, overheated mm -hmm. whenever I dropped one sound beat or one sound barrier but like I, that that was definitely a harder part you know you had those two groups of individuals again the competitive ones and then you had the ones that wanted to have fun and whenever you're trying to build synergy with those two groups it's kind of hard because one's mm -hmm. taking it a little too serious and the other well they just want to you know yeah. have fun so that, mm -hmm. that, i think that was a reoccurring point that happened in league of legends as well uh, multiple times we were able to practice at home and practice in school because that games can all run on those crappy Dell computers, but that that seemed to be a never-ending issue. Mm hmm Yeah, and the the idea about the no sprays and no emotes and stuff like that, I could understand why they did that, but I don't know, was it Battle A or Battle B? But it was uh, one of the teams on Battle. Or just going crazy with it and then even teabagging um and i was like everybody all the teams we did didn't it like care i mean I, I i remember one point like we even had like those big hot shot mizzou guys that came over and, and they were like looking that's one other thing i didn't really like too much but like the, it was those hot shot guys that were trying to recruit people into the the mizzou esports team mm -hmm. and um like I did a, I, I accidentally did like the longest possible emote as Lucio and got blown up by a Farah. And Joe just looked at me and I was like, dog, it was an accident. I forgot to unbind oh. the key. And everybody kind of looked at me for that. Yeah. And it was funny as hell. Yeah. Honestly, if I hadn't done that though, Farah would have been fucked. But <laughs> that's another story for another day. It, it was mm -hmm. just, it felt really serious, you know, mm -hmm. especially with the Mizzou guys. Like, I get it. They're there to recruit. You know, it kind of sucked, though, because they, they said they, they shook hands with everybody and they were like, guys, you know, we're going to be looking because we want to get scholarships to these individuals. And, you know, if you like gaming, this is a possibility. Me, I was all for that. Like if they had mm -hmm. approached me with a deal and I would have liked it, I would have went to college, you know, right? but at the end of that whenever the matches was done they kind of just went up to the a team immediately filled with all of the stacked <sighs> players the grandmasters yeah. you know mm -hmm. it's understandable too from like a competitive viewpoint you're gonna go up to the people that perform the best you know but it just mm -hmm. didn't like there's ways to go about it like you can grab people that aren't as performative as those guys and train them i mean why do you have a fucking esports yeah line? right like you're asking for people to join your team you don't drag them and the thing about most of the grandmasters and the a team members there they didn't accept those college terms they had already had a plan going to a higher education you know something more bigger mm -hmm. than that so it just felt like that opportunity was wasted it felt like it was yeah. kind of segregated like these guys are good but you guys are bad yeah and we're just trying to have fun mm-hmm yeah, so so some things that happened, I feel like could have been handled better. Um, but overall, I had fun, and I would say that, like, out of my entire school, 
um, experience. Ju like, junior year at that school was probably the most fun I've ever had. Especially because I was doing esports, which that was the first, the first club I had joined since middle school i never joined any other club in school like nothing else interested me i didn't care yeah like the only well the one no there were two there's actually a club i joined but it was in a smaller school and it had little meaning and it was like a game mm -hmm. development club but i moved out before i could ever complete my frogger game mm. and you know whenever esports hit high school it's like oh shit you know there's something i'll participate in every week you know yeah this makes me sad too because you know the schools always drop the ball except for like hickman hick but that's industrial to my opinion i felt like hickman really had it going mm -hmm. but like i feel like education needs gaming we try to stay away from gaming we try to say that games slow down the the mental responses and they decay our minds because we're too focused on them but if we use gaming as like a positive attribute and we allow it to exist in mm -hmm. schools with the best equipment and whatnot and allow kids to explore esports and content creation of that sort yeah. we could have such a better experience like people would actually wake up and want to go to school i know that for sure mm. i'm confident with that like look at hickman you know they had a whole lab with the most high-powered gaming computers they had a whole esports projector set up like they knew what they were doing if only mm -hmm. you know our school and the other schools could get get that together yeah. And I, I think most definitely that uh, technology is going to be our future. And it already is. And it's always evolving. And uh, streaming and gaming and all the online content creation stuff is a part of that future. And we can already do and learn so much online without, like... And people should go to school, by the way, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> we have, like all the learning and stuff that we need at our fingertips people should really take advantage of that um which through this pandemic we were kind of forced to right people were forced to learn online and go on zoom calls and all and uh things like that right. <clears throat> but i do believe that schools do need to find a way to like change things up change like make learning fun not feel like a chore or a prison and also add things that students actually enjoy like gaming is just one of those factors and i think it'll help people love like going to school more which it was one of my reasons why i loved that uh school year a lot more i was going through my own stress and my own ups and downs but esports was definitely one of those things kept that made up. me happy literally yeah. kept my fucking grades up like i i i'm gonna be real with everybody i had like c's and d's before esports kicked in by the time i ended my high school career there the only low grade i had was a b and that was in math right wow and, and we had to have good grades in order to compete like that was a setting and even though it was like you know you could have all c's and sort of succeed i still went above and beyond it kept me on my my toes so mm -hmm. like that there it's a positive indication that gaming can affect grades in a positive manner. Yeah. Uh, I just wish I could tell all of these parents and these teachers that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yukatsu did implement, like, we encourage our kids to study, 
and work hard, we also encourage them to learn and try different things and also to stay active. One complaint that I've seen a couple people have with esports is all they're doing is sitting there. And I'm like, dude, they also have to work out, you know? Like, they stay active. They keep their brains active. They, they, they keep doing stuff and they do other things other than just sitting there, right? <laughs> and it's, it's just a dumb argument that a lot of people have against esports. I would love um, to be like a neurologist and sort of like have two of like the most competitive uh, fighting game players sit down together and just go at it and then record <laughs> whatever brain data that I can and just show that video to everyone that says bullshit like that. Like, obviously, they're not doing too much work physically. They're not running a fucking marathon, okay? But in their mm -hmm. head, they're they're fighting like 80 trains a second. Like, they're going crazy for it. Mm -hmm. It's a mental game. It's never it's never been about the physical state of things, unless you're having like a just dance competition, which yeah, that'd be an interesting esports game. <laughs> I would dominate it. <laughs> I think I'd be too too uh, too crazy at it. You know, I'm double cheeked up. Let's go down. Yo, let's go! Boom. Get five star, bitch. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> hmm. Wow, we talked. We literally talked about everything, you know, esports, high school. What more is there to go off of? Mm, well, we could delve deeper into the more emotional and psychological parts. That works. <laughs> I'm down. Intrigued me. Let's go. Well, um, and though I, I'm not gonna say what made me leave Ikatsu or esports in the first place, right. I will just say, uh, don't be a dick literally keep it in your pants literally um and not to just you by the way oh no um, but i do need to no i need to hear it so yeah it's important um, every guy needs to hear this every girl needs to hear it too it's important <laughs> like i feel like that's a problem that we see nowadays like especially in the society where guys are desperately looking for relationships and whatnot Mm -hmm. They step out of line and do some of the most stupid fucking things. It's, yeah. just, it's just like disgusting behavior. But in their minds, they think they're right. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. not going to say that I am 100% pure of this. You know, I've made a lot of mistakes in the past. I'm learning, you know, mm -hmm. but I think it's, it's good to have a constant reminder, you know? Yeah. And I, I've done shit that I'm not proud of. You know, my past is dark. And I don't like revisiting it myself. And I've done some pretty stupid things, um, even sexually, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I am also guilty of it in my past. Um, but it, it, it's a guy and a girl cooperation yeah. thing. Like, girls should be able to wear and act however they want. And boys, you know... You, there, there's a time and place for shit. There really is. Um, and a lot of the cases, uh, women can provoke and men can take it too seriously. That, that's the flaws of both sides. Yeah. Um, and while, and when I went to esports, uh, at first when I went in, I was like, oh my god, it's a sausage party. <laughs> yeah, there were and, a lot of guys there. There were only like and, two girls. Yeah. 
And and Joe was like, oh yeah, sorry, you you'll you'll get used to it. And I I never did. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was able to have fun with my friends that I made there, and I made like so many friends on the opposing team. Sorry, my school. Um, and I unfortunately did get a little relationship crazy at the time. Unfortunate. Um, happens to everybody. Happens, happens to, to everybody. Happens to everybody. <laughs> We were kids. And, but also, you know, even to the higher ups, there's a, there's a time and place and I'm not going to delve too deep into it, mm -hmm. but you just got to know, like, if it's a respectable atmosphere and you're this person of higher standard, you got to act like it. Yeah. you know <laughs> i feel like when and, it, it, and i don't really want to put a label on individuals because from their perspective it's going to seem unfair you know like they're gonna think mm -hmm. of themselves as oh i'm just you know i'm a guy like the rest you know like but but there is a level of responsibility and duty that you have to put into play you know you've got to make sure that you're not doing this or causing discomfort especially if it's you know Mm -hmm. if you're like a manager at a job or something like that you know yeah um you know the situation that i know of that we won't discuss here but mm -hmm. you know you there there's also uh, a lot more of that involving different individuals and mm -hmm. you know it's also a matter of speaking up yeah that's important it, whether you're the victim or whether you're someone that's you know seen it got to talk mm -hmm. about this stuff it's important yeah. you know you could yeah. it's the matter of saving someone it, you could literally save someone's life by speaking up because yeah. that's mentally deteriorating i've never been yeah. put in a situation like that um i'm grateful but i've seen what happens to individuals that are in that state of mind that are mm -hmm. enduring that yeah it's not pleasant and no mm -hmm. they will never enjoy that i hate people yeah. that say oh they probably like no they didn't they did yeah yeah and as somebody who's gone through some of their some of my own fair share um there's and, and i will say this as a girl so maybe some guys and some girls will know at the beginning there is excitement you know it's just like you know oh wow this is new and this is different you know i might be a little into it but then it starts to get scary it starts to get into the, um, do you really want to push it this far? Or do you, like, this is beyond your morals. And, and then it starts to get scary. And then the other person might push it a little bit. And then that's why there are some people who are like, but the girl let him do it, or the girl provoked it. No, like, at first, and it's for everyone, mm. you know, like, they they both feel, um like this can be a thing or there can have an intimate mm -hmm. situation here but then it just gets scary and then you come to a realization maybe a little too late and you're like wait no stop this shouldn't no 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 stop you know um, and sometimes they push it and it's too late or you stop it just in time i think and like as a guy you know speaking sort of the same way that you spoke but to like the male audience too you know it could feel the same way but as dudes feel like we feel like we're gonna miss a ship like a ship's about yeah. to sail and we're gonna miss it so we jump on 
without really understanding the contents of that you know what what's going on there you know mm-hmm. i think as, as as guys and as girls but i'm speaking to the dudes here as well because that's mm-hmm. where the common issue comes from if you're in a situation like that where you two are you know you and your your whoever you're messing around with are in a state of excitement understand that where, where it could possibly go you know mm-hmm. look into the future if you can use that foresight third eye if possible and just try to think of emotions mm-hmm. you know don't move too quick and if they say no understand that let it go yeah leave it alone um you know it's not it, it's not gonna always be a hundred percent you know even if you're desperately mm-hmm. looking for that love person it's, it's not always gonna work out don't force things you gotta let things work it's its own little yeah. course you know yeah and um yeah definitely there's there's also the the point of you have to also realize what you're saying right like some things that like i've gotten some messages from people right to the point uh, where it was exciting and then it would stop and then they, they'd they be like oh I love you and I miss you so much where do you live and I'm just like yes. um uh, um okay um <laughs> and then I'd be like I don't want to tell you that and which at that point you should just ditch block it mm. push it away um and then there's some of the more emotionally or mentally manipulative ones that's just kind of like oh I'm just trying to have a good time and you'll and Maybe we can get together. Yeah, no. And, but their intentions are different. Mad different. Um, so you really, really have to look into what the kind of shit and you're saying and what you're, who you're talking to, um, and know your your own morals, and uh, stick in your your thing. You know, I I left that life behind, and by that I mean like I didn't live it or anything like that. But I do have my own dark memories. Um, of stupid shit that I've done when I was a kid. Um, I hope it never comes back because <laughs> it could quite literally ruin my relationship. And I I am strong enough to say it will never happen. And same to my friends. I would never betray and hurt my friends. Um, and that has been true since the very beginning. I've just done stupid shit. And I think that's everybody. Everybody does stupid shit. And, you know, mm-hmm. even uh, I was about to say it like it, it's it blew up in my mind. It's like if you're a guy and, and you listen to this or a girl and you listen to this and you realize that your actions are exactly what we're describing. There are ways to make things better. You know, you might have, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've definitely burned a bridge. Let's be real here. You know, like mm-hmm. someone's uncomfortable. But the first thing you start to do is you reflect and then you apologize yeah. and, and you do better. There's no yeah. there's no cinematog- cinematographic, you know, fucking training session. There's no uh, there's no book to success. It's just do better. You know, mm-hmm. just we, do it. We all have the like these. Th- it happens. Like we all have the tendencies to say these things or, you know, get maybe a little too horny at times. It happens to everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can get through that you can be a better individual you know uh try positive things like instead of being mm. in that state do something better with the time that you waste in that state you know yeah go work go fucking run around mm-hmm. outside even if you have no goal just step outside run around for a bit i'm yeah. not trying to be that guy that's like oh go touch grass no <laughs> i mean 
it's 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 a nice thing to do enjoy the things outside of life because if you lock yourself into that gaze you know you you focus too hard on that you're gonna wind up in a place that's very lonely you're gonna Mm -hmm. wind up in a place that's very depressing Mm -hmm. and you're gonna wonder why is everyone around me walking away yeah and then by the time you hit that point it might already be too late you know Mm -hmm. so just put that in mind you know it's not impossible to change but change is hard and you have to work Mm -hmm. at it and it's it's constant it's like mining you got to keep going you might not find a jewel for three years but if you keep going Mm -hmm. you'll find it you know eventually and and it's kind of a mind game you know you it starts with the mentality Mm -hmm. again from the very beginning and that's what we talked about at the beginning you know and it starts with your mentality, with change, with content creation, with anything. Um, for me, I, I, you know, I've done stupid shit. I, and I've accepted and known that I've done stupid shit and have said stupid shit. Um, and some, some portion of my life, I was pretty lonely. I made a lot of friends and people to turn to, but I still felt like I was alone. And I made myself feel that way. I made myself feel that way um, for a long time. Um, But then I was just like, you know, I've been this way for too long. I I need to change something. And it, of course, my relationship partner helped me with, you know, confidence and stuff. But one of those things that helped me the most was actually my hobby, which was streaming. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and also being surrounded by people who simply want to be around me, making me feel not so lonely, and in turn changing my mindset and also helping me improve in the process. I didn't realize how um, easily the whole thing slipped uh, in together because at first I was like, okay, I'm going to change things. I'm going to accept compliments uh, and I'm going to treat myself better. And then suddenly, I started enjoying streaming a lot more than I did. Um, And the people around me always saying nice things helped my mental psyche to be more positive. And it it just stuck. Now I'm just, I feel good all the time. (laughs) I feel like it's a gaze thing, you know? Yeah. It's kind of funny how, like, I, I remember there was a state of mind that I was in like a while back. And it was like, I have no friends. I have no girlfriend. My career is bad. You know, mm. I'm not going to succeed. And then, like, after a few good discussions with a couple of like-minded people that ended, at the end of the day, proved to me that I had a lot more going for myself than I thought. You know, I opened my eyes up. I was like, wow, I really do have a lot of fucking friends. I just never talk to them. Yeah. I never plan events. I never, you know, my content, it's not as good as it should be, but I can change that. Mm. I can make it better like yeah it's a it's a it's a viewfinder kind of perspective yeah you've got to open it up and you've got to look around stop focusing on one thing and and then you can see the change yeah and it's like a click you know every older individual i've talked to said that they've had a click in life where suddenly it's just a mental shift a sudden mental shift and suddenly things seem a lot more positive and a lot brighter And I thought I had gone through those a couple times in my life, but there were more so realizations of, you know, time doesn't stop for anybody. And, you know, 
uh, more more deeper shit like that. Right. But um, I a lot of things happened back to back recently, and my relationship partner was the one who started the foundations of me treating myself better, and then my streaming was the height. But that my mental positivity was tested when my my oldest cat Tabby recently passed away. Um, and he was one of our dearest and most loved family members because we've had him for such a long time. And it hasn't been that long ago. And that was the point where I was really, really struggling because I was thinking back about my childhood, where I started, what's going to happen to streaming when I get older, and all those deep, uh, swirling abyss thoughts like that. But then I remembered, you know, I have people and... You know, time doesn't stop for anybody, but you should do your best to make the most of the time that you have. Because life is short. Yeah, life is too short for you to focus on what ifs and what's going to happen. Um, and being angry or having fights with people. Just live life, be happy, and do the things that make you happy. And I know that's hard advice. Um, to take into consideration because it's more like easier said than done well, which I mean, it's the true hardest, the hardest advice is the most direct advice yeah you know like it's it, yeah there's no philosophical way to put it like you could say a bunch of extra words to it it's still gonna mean the same thing be happy you yeah know? whatever it doesn't matter like as long as it doesn't harm you or anybody else you know and to a degree yeah. i mean there's certain scenarios like if it's consenting and it's safe and you're in an environment and you both know like it, it's different but like just don't harm yourself okay mm -hmm. I, I made that a lot harder than i need to be you know what i mean yeah you're fine <laughs> it's just just be happy that's that's yeah. really all there is because you know at the end of the day it's over you know yeah we're all gonna drift away eventually at least drift away doing something that you enjoy with a life yeah. that you felt was worth it as heavy i know mm -hmm. you know but it's important i wouldn't yeah. tell a five-year-old that i would tell an 18 year old that though maybe yeah. even a 16 year old yeah and it, it i thought about that when i watched my cat you know he he was you know there and he looked like he was withering away and all the people around me kept saying i'm sure that he has had a loving life and that he was extremely happy and that you're he's happy that you're still there until the end and the th you just have to put yourself in a mental mindset where you're enjoying the things around you and the people around you and even if you don't have the people those people around you you can start with yourself you have to first start and to love yourself and appreciate yourself to then be able to say okay i feel like i can i can truly love and take care of these other people because i'm in the mental state where i can do that um and also to be happy with the things you're doing um and truly love the things you are doing um because then you'd be able to pass but without regret you know like i regret a lot of the things that i've done but it's n not to the point where I where I constantly think, you know, I don't deserve any of the friends and all the things that they do for me. Um, and I'm not going to say I deserve it like a pompous, you know, right. 
righteous person because to an extent I feel like I'm still unworthy of this VTubing thing and the streaming thing and all the attention I get. And I feel as though if I'm not lewd or kind, then I'm nobody. You know, I still have those thoughts. I have, but... I have those thoughts. Too. You're not you're not <laughs> yeah. the only one that sits in that boat. Like, you know, there are days where I wake up, I'm like, yeah, ecstatic. And then there are days I wake up and I'm like, how did I get here? You know, I've got 4K. And <laughs> yeah. I'm not able to fully utilize it. You know, I've gotten so far yet, especially with like relationships and that creeps in through the, the back door sometimes. And it's like, dude, you're still alone. Mm -hmm. And then I have to smack myself. Like, you're not alone. Yeah. It's just, and, and I, I really don't think that that feeling ever fades. Like, Mm -hmm. No, I think I mean it. It starts getting lesser and lesser as time goes on. Obviously, because you have more things in life, your relationships get stronger. If you do mm -hmm. get a partner, you know that starts to become yeah. less and less of a thought, a talk thing. But you know, I think that our brains are just kind of they're 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 wired. You know, that primal state that everyone talks about. You know, find a partner, repo You know, all of that. That's sort of our instincts there. But you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta tap into that mental focus to sort of understand the truth, you know. Yeah. Create a space where you can say, "Well, no, that's not true." Mm -hmm. You just gotta prove yourself wrong, you know. Yeah, and and it's hard proving yourself wrong because there have been so many times when I would be like, "No, I." I... Oh goodness! It did it again. Uh, I do look oh, good. There we go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Keep going. <laughs> There were times when I would look in the mirror and I'd be like, uh, I am cute. But then I'd look at certain angles and certain things that I'd want to change. And I'm, I'd be like, well, maybe, maybe not so much. And then once that small bit of maybe not starts, then it, it becomes an entire abyss in a, in a spiral of other negative thoughts that you can't get out of. It's like a virus. And Yeah, like a virus. And... One of the hardest things to get rid of is negativity. Well, yeah, because it's really easy to be negative and it's kind of hard to feel positive. And I'm not saying you have to be positive all the time because it's okay to be negative. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel bad, but you can't let that take over your life without you also realizing that you are amazing and you do also have potential within you. You just have to accept the fact that you are another person that could probably also do what these other people do too. Um, you gotta give yourself that credit. I, I have a good friend of mine named Lost from Argentina who is really helpful and he has helped my community stay safe as well as add to things that I could do and he's one of the first people that's always in my uh, chat before anybody else when we stream. And he's one of the best supporters in the community I've ever had, but he discredits himself so badly, so, so, so badly. And it, it hurts. It breaks my heart um, when people do that to themselves, um, because I feel like if people truly see and accept their potential, that they would grow into something and feel like they are much better than they already are. They just have to see it. That's true. Um, yeah. And, and it's hard for people to to want to accept or see that within themselves. But everybody has potential to be good. 
just as much as they have the potential to be bad. And if you like weigh and stick on the negativity part of yourself for like forever, then you're going to be burning bridges down. You're going to be losing those connections. You're going to be hating yourself so often that you won't even feel like that you have the time for things that you love. So it's always best to have that balance or at least look at yourself in a better way. I remember um, when I trapped myself into that, like sort of something <coughs> that you were similarly talking to. I've discussed mm -hmm. it multiple times, you know, on the channel too. It was actually in a story time video. You know, I got myself into a very rough relationship and, you know, she said a lot of degrading things yeah. about mm -hmm. my character and who I am and what I need to do. You know, even with the, the past breakup that I went through, there was a lot of, oh, well, you need to be like this. You need to go to college. You need to get a car. You need to succeed. You yeah. need to have a better job. And eventually, you know, even even though that relationship ended and I played it off like I didn't care, I found myself in this pit of like mm -hmm. trying to prove myself that, that I'm actually capable but then I would have the thoughts of like like just doubt you know I would doubt myself yeah. and and by doubting myself I thought I was you know it's like giving myself inspiration to be better but I was just really fucking, I was hating myself like I was yeah burying myself every day mm. and it was just a, a I consider it a poison yeah just don't get to that state guys there's more to life than that you know not everything everyone says is true i'm not saying not to take you know consideration of other people's words and throw it out the mm. window but there's days where you do you and there's days where you know maybe you listen in you you yeah. decide what's important honestly because mm -hmm. people are so dedicated to changing others lives that they don't even focus on their own anymore mm -hmm. you know so for yeah. real like on a real note guys please stay in the positive way look at yourself and if you know you're doing something bad snap out of it come on you know yeah. you know you're doing bad like you said it you talk to your friends about it you know i haven't met one person that does something bad and doesn't talk about it mm -hmm. so yeah you know what you need to do you just gotta do it that's that's it yeah nike and again yeah it always starts with you your mentality and your mindset too so you and and it's again this might just sound like two people who are exchanging our own positivity between each other but it, it also bounces to you guys who are listening It's not. Um, for some people, it's it it, it 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 pops in differently. For someone like me, I did it all through action. I had my own action therapy by streaming. Streaming was my therapy to the point that I am where I am right now. And for others, it's talking to people. For others, it's getting that professional help. Um, and but and there's also the in general life will go on. And at some point, there will just be a stop to all of that. And you are not alone in the fact that every single person who has been on this earth has felt or thought about something negative. 
um, especially towards themselves. So you're you're not alone in that factor. You're not by yourself because we were the same exact way. We just got out of it in our own different ways, um, be it through therapy or through realization or through like, you know what? I'm tired of being this way. Right. I'm tired of being this way and I'm going to change it. And it's that strong resolve of, I want to be a better person, individual, content creator, and friend that we took those steps. Um, and it, it's through finding that purpose for you and then approaching it in the way you feel might be best. And it's okay if you still feel negative along the way because through my process of, okay, I'm gonna change and then something happens and then that negativity swells and then I stop. Um, because like, for example, I wanted to change my body. So I exercised daily. I ate a little too much one day and I gained 10 pounds back. And then suddenly I stopped exercising for like five days because then I felt lazy and I was like, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. And then I'll do it tomorrow. You know, that kind of thing. Right. You can't happen. <laughs> there, there's like positivity is short lived. Um, negativity can last days, whereas positivity can be for just a couple hours, which is sad. So it's best to practice how to make those good feelings last, even if it means you have to say, fuck it, I don't care, to things that are negative, you know? So. Tell them. I'm, I'm just, I'm sitting here, you know, I've, I've been, I've been using this this you know back and forth conversation because we've been we've been talking about a lot of positive stuff you know um mm -hmm. it's like neuron flashes in my brain that right now whenever she speaks facts and <laughs> and this is this is actually like a really good this has been a really good podcast i've been able to you know sit down and and give myself some thought oh. and and, and look at more characteristics that could possibly change or more characteristics that could change or stay the same, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's been a puzzle piece, you know, yeah. trying to figure everything out. So, uh, I mean, do you have anything more that you want to discuss? Do you think that this is... <laughs> um, I mean, after that, I don't really know anymore. I think that that's really... <laughs> we, we've well, been chatting, you know? We've been chatting it up. Well, I, I, I at least want to tell you that you are very, very brave for knowing that you're that you're having problems and wanting to do something about it. Um, no, you are brave enough to understand where your faults lies and where you want to fix them, right? Um, and you want to take your approaches and take your time to think about the things that you could do and you let people know. Um, and not only that, but you do your best even when you're having a hard time uh, and you help people. And that's a very brave thing to do, to, but you know, just don't push yourself, yeah. um, but love yourself as well. Take your time for yourself, uh, build yourself up, gain that positivity back so that you can feel good about what you do and don't let anything kill or burn out your passion for youtubing because you do an amazing thing you're an amazing editor you're stupidly funny 
you're such a kind-hearted and sweet friend to have. Even back then, you were so sweet. You were just going through trouble. And I could see that, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, even if you can still look at yourself and say that you have flaws, that's not a bad thing. Everybody has flaws. You need an amount of good and bad within yourself. And if you can say that you have flaws and you want to change it, that is strength. That is bravery. That is you mentally saying, I have these problems, but I'm not going to dwell on them. I'm going to fix it. And you're able to do that. And that is very amazing of you. Um, and as someone who has so much potential and who has such a unique personality like yours, you can do it. I've, I've seen you grow from when I first met you to now. You've grown and you've become such an amazing friend and probably also one of my inspirations, oh. <laughs> surprisingly. I'll try to make you cry. Now you try to make me cry. Like, this is, oh, God. I gotta switch, <laughs> you are, I gotta you switch are. tabs. Guys, give me a minute. Oh, no. oh God. <laughs> No, it's okay. You are one of my inspirations. Oh. Like, when I first met you, you have no idea. When I first met you, and I was like, oh, hello, energetic person. <laughs> and then, <laughs> because I was an introvert at the time. I didn't know how to feel or what to think. And then I joined eSports, and I was like, oh, hey, it's that guy again. And I was like, you're a YouTuber, right? And that was our first interaction. Yeah, it was. And, and then um, the next day, like that energy was just so pronounced. Like you came up and you boom right there. We were doing like a sort of T pose. Yeah. Like you always <laughs> walked up on the, like the crab form. And I was like, yeah, what's up? What's you want? What's you want? Like we, we, we that energy, like I, could, I saw that. I saw that change. And yeah. The energy. Yeah. You surround yourself with people that you know will, ch will help change you for the better um and people that you love too don't use them just for change just be there for them because they're your friends and you love them they're like family you're a part of my family you've been a part of my family since we became friends even oh, after esports oh, oh and God. when i met you you were such a big creator and to be honest that 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 did overwhelm me just a little bit but the fact that you're like doing sponsors and giveaways and you had your own merch even. I was so inspired because I was like, oh, a YouTuber, that's also my My audience is going to be so confused. They're gonna be like, he had merch. It was a one-off thing. It was mine. I still have it. No, you can't have that. That's like, it's mine. I touched it. Get wrecked, audience. She did I touch it, it, though. She did touch it. I wouldn't be shocked if she ran off with it one day. I'm not going to die. I've seen all of his hats, okay? Yeah, she has. <laughs> like, I had a whole, like, I literally have a year supply of hats. She's seen all of them. <laughs> I can't even lie to you guys. <laughs> Holy moly. We did the lewdest thing and touched hands once. Oh, <gasps> my God. Don't tell them that. Don't say that. <laughs> Not on stream. Oh, my the God. People be like, Jay, you touched an anime girl's hand? Oh what the fuck? <laughs> now my friends are going to DM me. They're going to be like, what is it like? How do they feel? <laughs> i don't know sticky <laughs> sticky hot wet <laughs> hard <laughs> not the hand though not the hand though <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
my god. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's been great. It's been great. It's been great. It's been great. What a closing note. Yeah. Almost like yeah. making my heart drop. Tears are there. <laughs> you guys aren't seeing it on camera. This camera, thank God it's not 4K because I'd be caught down bad. <laughs> if my model could, cr could cry, I'd be on that like all the time. All the time. <laughs> just did not even like drops. Just, just water flow. Just whole mountain coming down <laughs> well shady it was good having you here on the x-axis podcast we talked for quite some time yeah think, we did i think you know all the viewers here of the x-axis podcast would will really enjoy this podcast um this you know it's always good to talk to friends it's always good to sit yeah. down discuss important topics get a little deep sometimes you know and just mm -hmm, discuss mm -hmm. what's important so mm -hmm. make sure to check out Shady, guys. Like, this is my best friend. She's cool. such a talented creator. She's constantly growing. Every day I see her on Twitch. More and more people are coming to her streams. More and more people are interacting with her. She deserves it. She, she's got that talent. So please, you know, I know that we're all busy in our lives. If you could just do me this. Don't look at any of my videos. Don't look at anything else. Go to, the, go to the comments. Go to the description. Look at the URLs there. Follow her. Subscribe to her on all the services. Like, this is like the... I'm asking you all for one thing. So if you could just do that for me. That would be deeply appreciated. Because she, she deserves more. And, she, and she, needs to, she needs to see that. She knows that. She needs to see it now. Hopefully we can bring that to her. Okay. Stop it. Oh, thank you. Caught My me, fault. Caught you me, caught me tearing up earlier. I had to I had to come back <laughs> with it, okay? Well, thank, thank you guys you. and gals for watching. Peace out, y'all. Bye bye.